Hello friends. In today's episode, Michelle Shinoeth tells her story about how she became an author, speaker, sponsor, and book coach and gives us info on how she can help us share our story. Hello, you're listening to the Women of All Action, Wisdom, and Excellence podcast. I'm your host, Adrienne Dillard. The Women of All podcast is a podcast that celebrates the everyday woman who in her everyday activities has exhibited action when needed, wisdom as required, and excellence as a routine to make life better for herself, her family, and or her community. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Welcome, Michelle. I'm so delighted that you can join us on the Women of Awe podcast. Michelle, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Adrian, it's great to be here with you today. I wear several hats. I'm an author. I've written four novels that have been published. They're contemporary suspense novels that reimagine Old Testament stories in the Bible. So full of suspense and a little romance. I call them modern day Bible stories or edgy Christian fiction. I'm also an inspirational speaker and a book coach helping other writers get their books done as well through teaching and coaching and editing services. I felt like I was called to write my first novel, which is based on the book of Job, the guy who has everything and then loses it all through a series of unfortunate events. We all can relate to Job uh, because I think we've all had struggles in our lives. And I was called to write that and I realized it was very healing for me and also helped others with the message of uh, hope and that God has a plan. But I was, I felt like Job at the time, I was going through some Job-like stuff, including my health was suffering with the disease of alcoholism. And that called me into a ministry of working with women in recovery. I sponsor several women in 12-step programs that led me to write in that genre, which I never would have chose on my own, but I felt like God called me to write that. And I started to do some speaking to women's groups, church groups, writers conferences. And as a result, I ended up uh, passing on what I know, pay it forward uh, type of thing that we're called to do in the, the 12-step program. And then I realized I was being asked, how do you do what you do? How, how do you get these books done. So I started teaching at the local college, uh, how to write, publish, and market your book. And that led me to become a book coach, which is offering more personalized one-on-one coaching and a masterclass, which is called Your Book Done Right Masterclass and Elite Coaching Program. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> Where do you find time to sleep? My mother always asked me that question. How do you do all of that? Yes. I need my eight hours sleep or I'm not really good the next day. All right. So you've given me several things here. So let's start with the recovery ministry. You said that you now do recovery for women because you yourself experienced this. You were an alcoholic. I guess you still consider yourself an alcoholic. Is that that's how it's phrased, correct? Yes. Uh, it is a family disease and uh, addiction, alcoholism, and we re- I really uh, got to my bottom, let's just say, kind of like Job. And when I was called to write the book, 
But going through that, I hit a bottom. And luckily, somebody reached out the hand of, you know, the 12-step program. And I started going to meetings. And it's been uh, April 26th was 17, this year was 17 years. Uh, So I've been in 17 years. And I've been blessed to both have a sponsor and then sponsor other women in the program. I do some service work. uh, But it's a it's a wonderful program. I also am um, in the Al-Anon program as well. So I work with women in that as well because it is a family disease. And uh, so we just try to pass on what was given to us, freely given to us in working with others. So I do some, you know, um, ministry there. Congratulations on 17 years. That's a long time. One day at a time, they say. Exactly, but that's that's tremendous, 17 years. So now you help other women through this. Are you available to them all the time? They can, they can just call you anytime they want, or do you have group sessions with them? How does this work? No, don't call me two in the morning. No. <laughs> um, there are many of us, so luckily we, um, we go to meetings, we pass on our numbers, but we, we you know, have... have careers, jobs, um, you know, other callings, ministries, books to write. Uh, so we, you know, we talk to each other and we we tell them when we're available and go from there. Some people take advantage of that and others still have to hit their bottom. But uh, it's really just, you know, relating, uh, you know, to each other uh, to pass pass on the experience, strength, and hope, we call it, uh, you know, the message of of hope and and recovery. It's really kind of funny. I'm all about the acronyms. You said pass on experience, strength, and hope, and you're working with women. Do you realize your acronym is she? Ah, wow. Hope, experience, yes. And you know, (laughs) in the program, we uh, talk about how. There's lots of acronyms. Yes. uh, honesty, openness, and willingness, but it's actually who, um, and it's a very spiritual program. So <laughs> God is in the program. Let's just Always, say. yes, he's everywhere. This is really wonderful that you're doing this for women, that you're helping others who, are, who have gone through and are experiencing what you're doing. I always think it takes special people to not just go through something, but also to learn and help others who are going through the same thing. That is really a special gift that you are sharing with them. And I know they are thankful that you are there to help them through this because it's tough being by yourself when you think you're by yourself. Right. And this whole COVID has been, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people have struggled with, with various things, you know, with, uh, with family members, with uh, being cooped up, um, marriages, um, mental, uh, you know, mental disorders or diseases. Right. And, um, it's, it's been really tough. People have had to attend meetings at times on Zoom, but we get through, we find a way. Uh, thank God for that. It has been a challenge for many people. And my heart goes out to the people who are experiencing these mental challenges, addictions and everything, because it's harder when you're stuck in your house by yourself. It's much harder. You Absolutely. Really and that. That, go ahead. The disease, is, the disease is one of isolation. It mm-hmm. like 
Um, and the way we recover is by being in community, by relating to each other, by talking it out, because sometimes you get stuck in your head and that's a scary place to be sometimes. Yeah, and that, that's very true. I know how that is. And you're right, you get stuck in your head and your head is saying the wrong things to you and you need someone to come in and counteract whatever you're saying to yourself. But thankfully, you guys are able to work through this. I guess you're using Zoom or FaceTime or whatever, just so that you can commune and be in touch and connection with each other. Because I know that is extremely valuable with what you're going through. Let's move on to your authoring. You're an author. You've had, what, you say four books published already. But the first one was definitely, um, and I fought against it. I thought, I don't want to write modern day novels based on Bible stories. How is that going to make me rich and famous? And uh, because at the time I was very self-centered, I, I actually wrote part of the book uh, when I was still, you know, uh, the disease was rampant and I was hitting my bottom. And then I found recovery and I continued to write. So it took me eight years to write that first book, which became the faithful one based on the book of Job. But they're very like action-packed, fast-paced page turners. Because the thing is, I write what I love, which is suspense with a little romance. Uh, and, you know, I, I, there are parts of me that I know, like the, um, you know, the struggling with the pain and, and main character has kids and, you know, there, there's that in there where, um, and I went through a divorce and Job's wife says, curse God and die. So it's a little bit of, you know, my experience because they say, write what you know, and also write what you love. I've come to find that I write what I love, which is fast paced uh, suspense with a little romance because I feel like we don't need to preach to the choir. Um, I don't want them to be preachy or you know, biblical per se, although they do follow the story, but in a contemporary way, page turner, um, beach read, if you want to call it that. A uh, lot of lot of people that, you know, some of my fans say they they turn the pages and read it in a few days um, and they can't, they stay up at night reading them. So that's wow. a good one. So it went from um, the Job story to I wrote the next one based on Abigail in the Bible. A friend said, write on Abigail. And I said, Still not a big Bible reader, but I do research on each Bible story. I said, who's Abigail? He said, look her up. So I did. And she becomes David's second wife. And uh, it's a, I make it a political suspense. Um, it's based on a modern day presidential election. Uh, and the campaigns get ugly and the two go head to head. And she's the Abigail character is married to the one running for president. And she has to summon up the courage and risk her life to come between them um, and save the David character from lowering himself to her husband's level. Her husband's a mean, narcissistic, abusive alcoholic. And my ex-husband and I get along today. We uh, <laughs> co-parent. Um, it's all good. But, uh, but yeah, so there was a little bit about me and the divorce. And there's actually about Al-Anon in the book. And addiction and her husband at the time is a mean right you know um self-centered alcoholic and and but behind the scenes which a lot of times it is yeah the third one is based on the book of jonah the runaway prophet and uh the fourth is the jealous son based on cain and abel hmm. 
And it gets out. Um, it also deals with addiction um, and mental health issues. Um, and also um, is based on sibling rivalry, which and jealousy, which if that gets out of control, you know, bad things can happen. Uh, what happens when jealousy goes too far? So they each get their own uh, message from God out there, but in a wrapped in, a, in an action packed way. So one's a thriller, one's a murder mystery, <laughs> um, one's a drama, and uh, one's political suspense with a lot of romance and uh, a lot of, uh, of relationship. So that's what I write. And the new one is based on the book of Solomon. It's going to be an epic contemporary suspense. Uh, Solomon was a guy who had everything but always wanted more. And... Uh, what does it profit a man to gain all the riches of the world and yet lose his soul? And, you know, I think we all can relate to that too, because we, we try to, you know, pack it in. Like you said, I pack it in sometimes, you know, we can get out of balance and not look after ourselves and start our soul can suffer. And I was going through some of that um, within the past year and I had to pull back and, uh, and realize, you know, wow, that's what my book's about. It's funny how God calls us um, and meets us where we are. And, and it's scary and exciting at the same time. Yes, that's very, I'm glad you said that because I'm sitting here. It's like, how did you even think to go in that direction with this story? And you bring it into today's understanding, of course, you were relating it to what's happening today. But how would you even think to do that? But you're right. And it's probably God inspired because you probably would not normally have thought to do this, especially with the faithful one, the first book, you know, but now I guess you get these Bible stories and like, where can I go with this? But it's so cool how you're turning it into something that we can relate to today. That's pretty neat. Pretty clever. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Are you working on another one now? I am. Each book is standalone, but they're each based on a story in the Bible. And I usually wait to hear that still small voice uh, for the idea. Four books, one more coming. So when can we expect the new one to come out? Uh, hopefully next May. It does have a plot line in it that ties into uh, the main character is judge on the Supreme Court, you know, Solomon decided that big case with the women and the yes, baby. The baby. Uh, don't want to give too much away on the novel, but it has to do with the Supreme Court hearing the reversal of the Roe v. Wade case. And they are looking at that right now. So I also felt a burning desire to get this next novel done. The hope is that it comes out next May. Okay, awesome. Right before that decision is going to be made in June. Well, we will be on the lookout for it, but I guess they can find your books in Amazon or anywhere they're selling books, right? Yeah, everywhere books are sold. Okay, awesome. So let's move on now to your book coaching. Okay. What exactly do you do as a book coach? I help other writers get their books done easier, faster, better than they can do on their own. Because a lot of writers, over time I've talked to many and helped many, and actually uh, there are dozens of books that now I've helped get out there. 
uh, come to me and they're struggling because like we talked about, women have many hats. They, they, they just don't know how to get it done. So they have these dreams or these stories or messages that they want to share with the world. I have a great idea for a book mm-hmm. and maybe they dabble in it or they get it started, but then they, it falters because life happens, right? Uh, it took me eight years to write my first one. And I try to help them with my knowledge and experience of how I've gotten it done. So I've put together an eight-week course, everything from soup to nuts. So how to get started with a synopsis, chapter outline, a writing plan. I encourage writers to schedule their writing time. You know, we look at that individually and then work on writing style we, we look at purpose, you know, what's your purpose for writing your book? What is your message? Sometimes they're not clear on that until after they start writing it. Uh, and some are clear on that. And I work with writers of memoir, fiction, nonfiction, devotionals, I've poetry, children's books. I, I mainly focus on the fiction, nonfiction, which includes memoir. And some, some writers are confused like I'm not sure what I'm writing but it's my story and some tend to be autobiographical and I tell them nobody's reading autobiography unless you're Michelle Obama or Donald Trump or whoever um I think I covered both of those political fields but anyway um you know unless you're famous basically and we zero in on the fact that it's a memoir that it focuses on an issue let's just say spousal abuse or sexual abuse or addiction or whatever the case may be. And we focus on that theme or topic. Sometimes it's a self-help book or a book with an entrepreneur who wants to get across their expertise. So we focus on that. And I get, I'm like the book whisperer. I, I focus on pulling that out of them and then writing it down. I'll give writing prompts. Um, we go through this class. Um, and so they get actual chapters written. Right. And then I give them a guide. Uh, so we talk about publishing and marketing in the long run. So they leave the class or my coaching program ready to get the book done uh, and make it successful. Because what good is a book if it just sits there and nobody reads it, right? And it's not a, about making money necessarily. It's about getting it out into the world, you know, to help others. How bothers with the story, with the message. How did you decide to be a book coach? How did that come about? Well, I want to say that found me too, just like <laughs> everything. Uh, <laughs> uh, and sometimes I resist kicking and screaming, but uh, but then it settles in and, and I realize I'm basically sharing my experience, strength, and hope, my, my talent and gift. I'm a big fan of... Uh, Deepak Chopra, who talks about uh, in his book, Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, sharing that unique talent and gift. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes a lifetime to find it. Uh, luckily, I have found it. I won't say how old I am, but as a mother and grandmother, let's just say, <laughs> um, along the way, and we and it morphs into various areas, but uh, it was definitely as this journey of recovery as an author, and then asked to speak at these various groups, right. and then asked to teach. 
anyway, I was sitting down with someone from Cecil College, and they asked me to guest speak at one of their writing classes. Okay. So I met with the college, and soon they said, we're, we're talking for an hour, and they said, so you're going to teach one of our courses for continuing ed. I said, wait a minute. I'm signing up to be a teacher. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I said, how do you know I'm going to be a good teacher? They said, we can tell from this hour long interview. So I started teaching classes live at Cecil College. I've been doing that for seven years. And uh, that because we ended up on Zoom, I ended up teaching that on Zoom and realizing, you know, I could reach many out there in the world. People can take my classes from all over the world. So I put together uh, this class, your book done right masterclass. Jumping backwards a little bit, I started to, uh, writers started to ask me at conferences and such, you know, how do you get your book done? Can you help me? So I started working one-on-one and then that simultaneously with the um, speaking at writers conferences, teaching at the college became this class. And I do have several from my classes that continue with me on a month-to-month basis in the coaching program. Very nice. Very nice. Your book done right. I love the name of that. So when you spell, is it right? W-R-I-T-E or R-I-G-H-T? It's R-I-G-H-T, uh-huh. um, but it's your book done right.com. You can find me on there. I, I branded it as that because I wanted to say it's your book, first of all, to reach out to others. And you need to get it done and you need to get it done right. Yeah. So I've also, well, we've both seen lots of books badly done out there. And I feel like I want my clients, my right. students, my coaching clients to be successful. Again, what good is it if it doesn't get yeah. out there professionally? Well done. Who can you say has influenced you most in your life? Oh, wow. Well, my parents gave me the gift of life and um, they've they've always pushed me to be an overachiever, (laughs) to get A's, go to college, all of that good stuff. So I was very blessed uh, with that. Michelle, can you recommend any workshops or books that might have influenced or helped you along your way? Some writers that I love reading would be, uh, well, William Paul Young, who wrote The Shack, and that kind of like guided me with my genre of contemporary Christian fiction. And I would say, uh, Kristen Hanna, I love reading her books. Uh, they're very suspenseful and full. And there have been some others, Francine Rivers, she writes in my type of genre. So I always encourage my students to look to others who are writing in their genre and see how the pros do it and support each other. Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely makes sense. I think it's probably helpful if you see others doing what it is you want to do. You not only learn from them, but you can also learn what you don't want to do. And you are a big factor in my journey with Toastmasters and just, uh, you know, as an inspirational speaker yourself and, and doing this podcast. I mean, we're affected by people every day and we yeah. just have to be open to that. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I have blinders on, but, but I'm trying to be more open and we have to put ourselves out there. So yeah. I'm inspired by women who I meet at the food line. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. You know, I guess you just never know where it's coming from. 
right, right. Because it doesn't have to be a long term something that's inspired you. It could be something that you saw someone do right in that moment. And that would inspire you to do something yourself. Right. And we also have to uh, show up to inspire others uh, mm -hmm. because we don't know in our daily interactions where we're going to be led to help somebody else. Very true. Very true. Well, that brings tears to my eyes, actually. <laughs> oh, no. In a good way. In a good, that's good way. Then. That's good. And I think that's you're in a good presence of mind then to share this. What would you like to share with us? Uh, you've got a couple of minutes. I want you to share whatever you like to share, something that might mean a lot to you or something that you think might mean a lot to someone else. So for the women listening to this, I'd like to say, if you have a story, a message to share, if you have something on your heart that you want to share, whether it's a poem or, you know, blogging or journal entries or, um, or a book to reach out for help. I'm here to help. I'll guide you and direct you in the right direction. So I, I'd like to just say, encourage others, encourage women out there that do have a book on their hearts to get them out there to not just, you know, say one day, because you're worth it. You're worth it to get that message, that story out there to others, to follow that pull on your heart to get it done. I'm here to, to be your cheerleader and your advocate and your book whisperer, whatever you need to help you on that journey. All right. Well, that's lovely. I do like the fact that you're really encouraging us to do what it is we want to do. I mean, that's one reason I'm doing the podcast. It has been on my heart to do for many years. And then I finally got around to doing this and I'm glad that I'm doing it. And hopefully there will be someone listening who really wants to write a book and can look to you to help them because I know you're an excellent book coach. And I think they would definitely be fortunate to have you as a book coach. Before I let you go, can you please share a story of what it means to you to be a woman of action, wisdom, and excellence? Which is a woman of all, right? Yes. <laughs> I guess. I feel like I go one day at a time but I always have an action plan. So I feel like we need to be uh, women of purpose, determination, you know, get up in the morning and have your goals set and then take action steps to follow them. Because if you don't, nobody will. Uh, wisdom, I think that comes with age, but I'm surprised all the time with, with writers in my classes that are young that, are full of wisdom. So you're never too young or too old to be wise. And we need to share that wisdom with others because what good is it if we keep it in? And we can do that through our writing and through our speaking and, and through our uh, calling. I'd like to think I'm a little wiser as I go along life. Uh, <laughs> we all make mistakes, but I think we learn best from them. So there are blessings and blessings in the lessons that <laughs> recently has come to me and excellence. I think God calls each one of us to, to do our best each day to suit up and show up and to shine and to be our, do our best each day. It's not always easy. Life gets us down, but we need to get back up again and get out there. So 
that's what I try to do to, to share my encouragement, confidence, and, and excellence with others. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle. It's really good to have you here and to hear about your journey, at least a little bit of your journey, and how you're going to be able to help other women who are maybe experiencing what you've experienced or are looking to write a book. Who knows? Where can our listeners connect with you? They can find me on my website, Michelle, with one L, Chinoweth, uh, C-H-Y-N-O-W-E-T-H.com. Uh, also on your bookdoneright.com. So visit either. Uh, you can schedule a 30-minute free consultation call or discovery call. We can talk about your book if you'd like. So email me at michelle at michelleshanoeth.com or just visit my website. And you can also sign up for a free how-to guide, which is the first stage of my eight-week process. Um, and, you know, we can, we can talk. Uh, you can start your journey there. I'm also on all social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Uh, so just type in my name and, and Google me and I'll come up and please connect though. I'm very flexible, approachable. I would love to help. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you again. Truly appreciated having you here. And hopefully some of our listeners will reach out to you to get some help. Thank all you. Right. you are very welcome. Thanks, Michelle. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for joining me on the Women of Awe Action, Wisdom, and Excellence podcast. If you are a woman of awe or know someone who you think would be a good fit for the podcast, please contact me via email, womenofawe at adriandillard.com, or you can post to our Facebook page. Always remember to be the best you that you can be. That is the best path to excellence. I hope you can join us next week. Please don't forget to support us by subscribing and leaving a review.